0: This podcast is brought to you by Anchor, the fastest and easiest way to make a podcast. But more on that later. For now, let's get right into today's podcast. Quick reminder before we get into today's episode of the podcast, I want to remind every single one of you to go to our podcast page on Instagram at listen to this while you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at Listen and Shit. Give us a follow on both accounts. We post clips three times a week on both accounts. And if you have the time and if you are an iOS user, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, whatever you got, I need you to go over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a rating review. Uh, whether you hate the podcast or you love the podcast, doesn't matter. Reviews help the podcast get recommended to more people. And since you're already on your phone or your MacBook or your tablet or your iPad, whatever the fuck you're using, uh, go over to YouTube. Just hop, skip over to YouTube and uh, subscribe to our channel at Listen to This While You Should. Uh Hit the bell icon to get notified whenever I drop a new video. Um, I'm poor and I want to make money off this shit. And subscribing will really help a lot. Just, just all you got to do is subscribe. Come on, say it with me. Subscribe. No, I know it's weird, but like I know you're in your car right now, so it's fine. Subscribe Matter of fact, I know you're on a bus right now And you're not trying to look crazy I get it, come on, just mouth it with me, you ready? One, two, three Subscribe
1: When I was picking out the pedals Do she love me or not, me or not? I think it's safe to say I fell in love with a thought now I was picking off the pedals, do she love me or not? think it's safe to say I fell in love with a thought. I was steady trying to cuff and now I do with the cops. Should've passed the ball instead of busting the shot. I was picking off the pedals, do she love me or not? I think it's safe to say I fell in love with a thought. I was steady trying to cuff and now I do with the cops. Should've passed the ball instead of busting the shot. I know you hurt someone who hurt somebody. I know that you're upset, but you're not sorry. Tonight you dance alone and watch me party Because you hurt someone who hurt somebody And that somebody was me I thought I was somebody you need Never thought I had to tell you fuck it and leave But I'm okay, you ask
2: me I
1: was taught to move on, let the past be And I don't wanna waste my time I won't let you erase my mind I was taught to let live and to let go Sayonara, thought he wishing you the best though Baby, forever and ever, don't last that long I was hoping you would look past my wrongs I can let you be a distraction It's like a chain reaction Chain now reaction. I was picking off the pedals Do she love me or not? I think it's safe to say I fell in love with the thought. I was steady trying to cuff and now I fought with the cops. Should have passed the ball instead of busting the shot. I was picking off the pedals if she loved me or not. I think it's safe to say I fell in love with the thought. I was steady trying to cuff and now I fought with the cops. Should have passed the ball instead of busting the shot. I know you hurt someone who hurt somebody. I know that you're upset,
0: but I'm not sorry. Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to This White Shit Podcast, the home of potty miles, the only podcast that encourages you to listen to white shit, the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Do not Google that because that is a fact, though. Who you going to believe, nigga, me or Google? They're nigga data right now. I'd be afraid of them niggas. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I'm back again with some new content, not you going to fucking head with, man. Remember, I love you. You are love. Now, have a good day at work, sweetie. Ah. It's back to be it's good. It's it's good to be back. Um it's been about two weeks since you guys heard my voices by myself. The uh, last week's episode was the podcast I did with Larry and Lionel. By the way, you guys fucking killed the numbers on that shit. I don't know if you like if y'all like the energy between me and Larry Lionel, but y'all fucking listen, not to sound corny, but you niggas smashed that play button, nigga. Like the listen, the the plays on that shit was ridiculous this week. Like, especially for like how the podcast had been growing recently. That one was out of the fucking ballpark, and I appreciate you guys. Anybody who are um who are fans of Larry lino who uh are sticking around to find out what this content is about, uh welcome. I appreciate you. Um, I should warn you, it's not gonna be as many pussy jokes and dick jokes this week. It's just not. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. It's not that. Like I got I got topics this week, and I'm gonna talk about them. Um, but before we get into topics this week, I want to remind everybody to go to our Instagram page at listen to this white shit Go to our Twitter page at listen and shit And if you have the time I want you to slide over to our YouTube channel Listen to this white shit subscribe to our channel. We post about two to three videos a week Give us a fucking su- subscribe like the videos um, I work hard over here and I would like to make money off this shit one day And it's only way I can make money is YouTube right now, but I do got some whoo <laughs> you niggas listen you niggas gonna know when the bag drop because the ad gonna go crazy you niggas gonna know if you followed the, if you followed the twitter page at listen and this is why you should you know the bag I'm, i think might be coming soon if you follow some Twitter, you would know that so how about you go to our twitter at listening give us a give us a follow because if you followed us there you would know about the bag that's coming all right but um let's get right into topics this week so Usually on this podcast, I start off with a hip hop take and I haven't given a hip hop take in about three weeks because hip hop really hasn't been interesting recently, but we have a hip hop take. Oh my God. So Tory Lanez, (laughs) Tory Lanez decided that now was the time to speak about the Magnus Stiley situation. Tory Lanez went on his Instagram, uh, excuse me, he went on his Twitter page. He announced that he is going to speak his piece about what happened. September 24th, At 4.28 p.m., he said, to my fans, I'm sorry for my silence, but respectfully, I got time today. 9 p.m. Pacific time. When I read that tweet and when all of us read that tweet, we thought that Tory Lanez was going to go live and talk to us. Tory Lanez haven't done any press up until this point. So all of us, when we read that tweet, we thought, okay, he's going to go live. Now, it was people saying on Twitter that uh, we shouldn't go tune tune in to Tory's live. And for everybody who who have that opinion, I'm not mad at you for that. That's that is your opinion. You have the right to you have the right to say, I'm not listening to this fuckboy talk. I don't care about what he got to say. He shot a black woman, killed this nigga. And I agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. If Tory Lanez, if the judge says that he shot this, if, listen, if the judge says that he shot Meg the Stallion, hang this nigga, cash rate him. I'm cool with that. But because we do live in America and people are gonna say, oh, I'm simple for Tory, I'm not. I'm just a journalist and I want to get both sides of the story. We live in America where it is it is uh, uh, innocent until proven guilty, but on the internet it is guilty until proven innocent. So I wanted to give Story his fear chance to give us his side of the story. So at 9 p.m. I was on Instagram page like, "Where's where's the live at? Where's the live at?" There was no live, not because what you think, but because it was 9 p.m. Eastern time and he's clearly said Pacific time. So I was off. My fault, boys. I was wrong on that one. I should have I should have waited. I was too hype. I was a little early. So I talked to Cam. Cam said that's that's 12 a.m. Like 12 a.m. at night, Eastern time. I said, all right, cool. Let's see what's gonna happen at twelve. I wait, I wait, I wait, twelve a.m. comes. I go to his Instagram. When I go to Instagram, there's no live. I'm like, what the fuck happened? What what Where's the live? Did he change his mind? What happened? Like where's like where's the live video? I expected him to give his side of the story right now. Why is he not talking to me? So I hop on Twitter to see what people on Twitter are talking about. I see people are talking about Tory. Then I go. I read somebody tweet. Somebody said Tory Lane dropped the album. I said what? He did what? Tory Lane dropped the album? What the fuck? Holy shit! I did. This can't be real. This can't be real. This can't be real. So. I go to my DSPs. I go to, uh, I don't I don't have Apple Music. I'm not rich. So I go to Spotify. It's not popping up. What the fuck? I go to Google Play. It's not popping up. What the fuck? I go to SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. I'm like, oh, maybe it's not an album. Maybe he put it out for free, which I'm going to get to this s- segment later. Maybe he put it out for free. Okay, cool. I'm like, I can't listen to this shit, though. I tweet it. I was like, I can't listen to this. Like, I can't in my right mind listen to a man rap about what happened. And here's my thing. If Tory Lanez wanted to say, yo, the only way I know how to express myself is through my art, which is rapping, which is through music. I would have completely understood that. But the tweet he put out was so vague that he, did, he didn't he didn't tell us it was going to be an album. I just thought he was going to give his side of the story. I didn't know it was going to be music. So I can't do this. Cam called me like, yo, this nigga spitting. He ain't missed yet. I'm like, what the fuck? What you mean he ain't missed yet? He's like, bro, the music is good. The music is good. You got to listen to it. You got to, bro. You're a podcaster. You got to talk about this. You got to give your opinion on this because everybody's going to be giving their opinions on it, and you got to give your opinion. I said, all right, fuck it. I go to SoundCloud. I click on it. I listen. The first song, I'm listening like, this nigga spitting. Second song, I'm like, oh, this nigga still spitting. Third, four, five songs, I'm like, oh, this nigga still spitting. Song six, he start to fall off. And after that, he falls off. But those first six songs, these niggas were spitting. The, let me say this. The music on that album is not bad music. Regardless how you feel about Tory Lanez, and that's your prerogative. I don't like the man either. I'm not about to say I'm caping for him. Oh, I'm not about to sit here and say that, oh, because I heard the music. I don't believe that he shot Megan. That's not true. I believe the facts. The facts is pointed to... Meg was shot that night. The only gun that was in the car was Tory gun. S- somebody, somebody shot Meg using Tory's gun. If it wasn't Tory, who was it? Like, the facts points to Tory. So I'm not about to say, nah, it wasn't Tory because I listened to a fucking album. No, I'm not going outside like that. But the music was good music. So let's start on the music. The first five to six songs of that album, Slap. I'm not, I, and I, I, listen, this may be a controversial take. I, I, maybe I can't say this because people will say, oh, you fucking not supporting black women. That's not what I'm doing right now. I'm talking about music. A lot of you people who are part of cancel culture say, oh, why can't we separate the music from the artist? The artist is a dickhead. He's a douchebag. And I don't support him not one bit. Mind you, I never streamed the album. He didn't make any money off me. I listened to the album SoundCloud. So all the, all the streams he got from me, or free streams. That was a mixtape. So he not he did not earn a sit off of me. But the music was good music. I w- I enjoyed myself thoroughly. It was good music. He threw a couple of dishes at Jr. Smith. <laughs> he he told Jr. Smith that he from the streets, like like like, like Jr. Smith ain't from Newark, New Jersey or some shit. I'm like, okay, that's wild. Then he dissed a whole bunch of other black women that was talking shit about him. He dissed Maul from the Joe Budden podcast. A whole bunch of disses. But he never explained what happened that night. The most he said was, me and you both know what happened. Trey Langs, let me tell you this. If you was going to put out a whole album to just say that me and you both know what happened, keep that shit. Keep that shit. Nobody wanted to hear that shit. Nobody from the other side, nobody on the other side from the camp that says, fuck you, you cancel, is going to listen to a 17-track album. Nobody's doing that. You should have kept it, especially because you never told us what happened. He also said, uh, what you think I'm going to talk about, uh, open case? Mm, You're talking about it. You're rapping about it. You're alluding to it. So why not go into it? Why not tell us exactly what happened in that open case? I mean, if you already got the fucking balls to make a 17 track album, why not rap about it? If you're so if if you're innocent, as you say you are, why not tell us what happened? That doesn't make sense to me, Tori. But the music itself was not bad music. Now let's get to the execution of like him trying to tell his story. I want to say this. Like I said before, those four, th- those first five to six songs slap. And if Toy make the album, just five to six songs, just give us those. Four, not not even six. Give us like four or five. I think most people listen to it. I think most people will see that and be like, "All right, let me hear him out," because it's not long. You're not. You're not. You're. You're not attempting to get streams off of us. And. If you keep the album off streaming service, like I said, I found the album on SoundCloud and many people the first night the album was only on SoundCloud. SoundCloud is a free platform as far as I know. I believe SoundCloud do have a um a, a way to make money now, but I believe the only way you make money off SoundCloud streams is if the user is a SoundCloud pro member. So the only way you get streams is if the person listening to music pays for SoundCloud. Nobody pays for SoundCloud. I don't know a single person who is a, who is a SoundCloud Pro member. Now, there may be other artists who use SoundCloud to post their music who are SoundCloud uh Pro members, but most people aren't. The average the average consumer is not a SoundCloud Pro member. So if you keep the album up just for free on SoundCloud, the narrative of the narrative of you profiting off a black woman does not exist. But that's not what you did, Tori. You proceeded to put the album on Spotify. On Apple Music, on Google Play, the album is available everywhere now. I saw a tweet today that the album is now number one. That's not what you do, Tori. If your job, if if what you set out to do with that music was to give your side of the story, then give your side of the story. Put the music out for free so we listen to it. We 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 can, we can understand you, but don't make money off of it. Because once you make money off of it, you look like you are profiting off a black woman suffer. And that's not the vibe right now. Breonna Taylor killers was just acquitted. They are not being charged. None of them are going to jail. The whole timeline is talking about how we got to protect black women. Read the fucking room, Tori. How do you think now is the time to try to profit off of a black woman's pain? Read the room. It's, just, it's, it's very simple, Tori. It's a simple concept. You look around. Mm-hmm. Should I put this out right now? And the great words, Anthony Moore, read the room. Read the room. And Tori did not do that. On top of that, the album is 17 songs long, like I said before. 17 songs. Nobody listens to 17 songs from anybody anymore, Tori. Nobody. We have pretty much said the internet the only people only people we want long albums like that from is Drake. Drake is the only nigga who can give it to us We're like alright fuck it, it's Drake. Chris Brown was trying to give us 40 songs. He was like, Chris Brown, get off the coke. You want to give us 17? Your music not that good? Granted, those first four or five songs, you floated. You floated. And I thought that the content was good. But as as you listen further. You stop rapping about what happened. You just you you're you're feeling yourself. You're confident as if you're not in the wrong here. Even if you're not wrong legally, in the eyes of the public, you're wrong here, Tori. So I don't know what Tori was thinking when he thought that putting out a whole album about the situation was a good idea. It wasn't. And it would never be a good idea. And I'm not gonna sit on this. I'm not gonna sit on my podcast and defend it because it's not. It's not something to defend. So, Tori, I'm happy that you got streams. I'm happy that people listened to the album because this may be the last time people care about you. I don't think you can come back from this. The way that this rollout was handled, it was sloppy. It was sloppy. It was disgusting. It was nasty. Meg Stallion was on Instagram Live basically crying. She said, she got on Instagram Live just to tell us. Her Zach words was, you shot me. Tori, you shot me. I'm supposed to not believe her when she say that now. Because you gonna harmonize to me? You and I both know what happened? No, get the fuck out of my face. And the music is good. But who the fuck cares when she just told us what happened and all you gonna do is sing to me? You gonna to sing to me, Tory, is that what you th- listen? Is that what you wanted to do with your platform, Daystar Peterson? Is that what you wanted to do, nigga? Because it wasn't a good idea. It wasn't a good one. And Tory, I'm nobody. I'm just some twenty three year old kid that got a microphone, a Rodecaster phone, a MacBook, and a desk. I'm nobody anybody with a fucking brand could have told you that wasn't a good idea anybody with a tiny slither of common sense could have told you that that that, that wasn't a good idea and it and i know like um it's a lot of niggas on the timeline who are saying, like, yo, maybe Tori didn't do it. I don't know what happened. Niggas saying somebody lying. Like, I don't know if Tori did it now. Shut the fuck up. You're weird and you're goofy. You're weird. You're weird. You're weird. You're weird. Tori did have one line, which he said, which was I was skeptical about. He said, how he said, how the hell you get shot in your foot, but not shatter one bone. Good point. Because the 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 foot is all bones. But my thing is, maybe, Tori, maybe you didn't shoot her in the foot directly. Maybe you shot at the ground to scare her. And then the bullet ricocheted, splattered, and got in her foot like that. That sounds like a feasible idea. Maybe you wanted to scare her. Even if, the, even if you did that, that's not fucking cool. Why are you firing uh why are you firing a firearm, a lethal weapon at a woman? The only way this makes sense, in which I'm not defending him, is if Megan had a gun herself, which she did. She said, I did it. She said, I did it. She said, I did not put my hands on him. I did not threaten him. She said that out her, her own mouth. Those were her words, not mine. So, Tori, you're a fucking clown. You're a fucking goofball. And I'm not going to sit up here and say the music wasn't good. The music was good. But that doesn't change the fact that you're a clown and you're a goofball. Like, two things can be true. You can be a clown and be a goofball and the music is still be good. It was. The first four or five songs, good. After that, teeters off. Is the album not good? No, because it's 17 songs and I only like about five. So no, the album wasn't good, but you started off strong. Strong start, Tori. Strong start, Daystar. But you're a fucking clown. You're a fucking clown. And I want you to know that You will never be respected. Not because you shot a woman, which is a big part of it. Not because you're 5'4", or whatever. But because of how you handled this situation. Tori, if you hop on Instagram Live, like we all thought you were going to do. And you just give a heartfelt apology. And say, I'm going to change for the better. What I did was irrational. And honestly, I should take my punishment like a man. If you say that, a lot of people be like, "You still a bitch ass nigga," but we will be we gained this much respect for you because know what you did? You manned up. You manned up, and you accepted what happened. But instead, you go into straight denial mode. Of nah, this nigga literally harmonized. We we both know what happened. Well, she told us what happened. And you're saying we both know what happened. But you're not really telling us what happened. So if we both know what happened, I'm gonna go with her side because her side sounds feasible. Her side sounds legit. And I'm not. I'm not one of those guys that say believe all women because women can be liars. People are liars. It's not just women. People lie. People lie. Men lie. Numbers don't. We all we we all heard the same before. So no, I'm not one of those people that say believe all women. I believe all facts. I believe all evidence. All the evidence points to that you did it. You did it. And for that, you a bitch. I'm not saying that to be like, oh, I'm my, I'm mightier than thou. Oh, I'm holier than no. I'm saying that because
2: it's facts. It's facts.
0: You's a bitch. Use pussy like point blank period. You decided you decided to use your platform to rap about a situation for seventeen songs. We could you could have summed all that up in a fifteen minute Instagram live. So Tory Lanez, you're a nut, and you will never be respected in this uh, community. And I have faith that maybe one day you could come back. Because, hey, um, <laughs> your pin is up there, my nigga. You got a good pin. But not not like that. That's not how we carry it. You're not a top carrier if you're carrying it like that. That's not thorough. Where we do that at? Where we do that at? So, fuck out of here. All right, man. I'm off Tory Lanez. I'm off Tory Lanez. So let's talk about. I want to talk. I want to start talking about. Um, also like new album releases in hip hop because um, I don't really listen to a lot of new music. I don't, but I do want to make it my duty to start listening to new music because um, I feel like I just keep going back to the same six albums and like oh these are my comfort blankets and i want to find new music and shit like that so let's just look at music that dropped on the 25th that i think i might give a listen to and next week and, and and if i do want to listen to it next week i'll give a take on it so we got uh action bronson released the album called only only for dolphins um that's a fucking hilarious title i'm gonna I'm probably click on it just because of the title of it only for Dolphins is a hilarious title um Action Bronson is one of those guys that I used to love a lot when I was a kid because, um, he was a white guy <laughs> that could rap well, which is something that niggas, niggas in hip hop love a, love a, love a cracker that can rap well. For some reason, that shit is, that shit is our fucking, our fucking kryptonite. Niggas just love that shit. Um... Two Chainz dropped the album or EP is called "So Help Me God." I'ma listen to that this week because Two Chainz almost never misses. Two Chainz keep Two Chainz is one of those artists that keep a record. Like he gonna keep, he gonna keep one of them Johns you are gonna hear in the radio. He gonna keep one of them Johns that you just gonna hear out at the function at the party. He gonna keep one of those. That's who Two Chainz is. Uh, for all my sad, um, uh, uh, R and B loving ass niggas. Joji dropped the album called Nectar. I like Joji a lot. Joji got a few records I really fuck with, and I'm gonna listen to this to see if there's anything I can pull off of it. Pull into my late night R&B uh playlist that I got. Y'all I mean me saying if I could take one or two off this album, maybe I'll I'll take one off this album, put it into my R&B playlist. I'd be cool with that. And Stalley, the forgotten member of MMG, released the album called Speak No Blue. So those are our new releases as of September 25th. As also as of today. 21 Savage announced that he is releasing No Savage Mo 2 and that he has he, he this nigga dropped the trailer for that album. He got Morgan Freeman to narrate his trailer. And from what I can tell, it's very um Halloween themed. It's like like the trailer was spooky and 21 Savage is the nigga I expect to make spooky Halloween music. He's that nigga. 21 Savage is a scary nigga, like he is. And actually if this album is good, I might do uh, a curious case of 21 Savage because 21 Savage is one of those guys that when no Savage, uh, no, excuse me. When Savage mode dropped back in what, 2015, 2016, I might've dropped. Niggas thought he was like one of the, when niggas thought he was was one of the next ones up. He's part of that infamous 2016 double XL class that I always talk about on this podcast because it's literally one of the best double XL freshman classes of all time. Like, I know it's early to say that but you look at some of the rappers that was on that john listen lil dicky got a whole show like I, i'm I, i'm like i've i've said this take a million times i'm not gonna say it again but uh he dropped he he dropped the trailer for his new album called no savage mode Two. excuse me i keep saying no savage mode. why the fuck he, why the fuck do i keep saying no savage mode uh savage mode 2 i'm gonna listen to that one for sure 21 savage one of those guys i always listen to i like his music a lot so uh, those are new albums I'm going to listen to. And if I like any of them, I'm going to come in. I'm going to tell you all I like them. Y'all should listen to them. Or I might just play, I might start the pile with, I might end the pile with one of the songs. So um, so we got So Help Me Guy, 2 Chains. We got uh, Only for Dolphins, Action Bronson, Nectar by Joji. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all now, I'm not listening to this stylish shit, Speak No Blue. I'm not listening to that. I just, I just had to tell y'all that's drops. I'm not listening to that shit, though. And also, um, uh, 21 Savage, uh, Savage Mode 2. So those are the big things. On to things I learned on Twitter last week. Well, this is more of a things I learned on Twitter this week because this actually happened today. And I want to talk about this shit for a second. So 20 uh not why this on Savage again? So this morning on Twitter when I woke up, there was a video. A video of a young lady twerking for Salt Bay just being unapologetically black, as people on Twitter would say, twerking for Salt Bae. And as she was twerking for Salt Bae, um, uh, a very strong man decided to walk in and, and disrupt her. People on Twitter began to write think pieces and say, oh my God, he's scary, he beat her. Imagine what, imagine what he would do to her at home. My first impression was I thought the video was a skit. I'm like, this is probably a skit. It was on TikTok. Bay just standing there to let it happen. Why would the nigga? If you watch the video, I'm, I'm a. If you're watching the clip right now, I probably got the video playing by my head. If you watch the video, the nigga like he had to knock on the door. It was the nigga had to open the door for him to let him in, and let him in even though he's very aggressive. I'm like, this is probably a skit. But people on Twitter was writing think pieces about this shit all morning, and my first question was, why do people take things on Twitter so fucking seriously? Like, everything on Twitter is not meant to be taken seriously. Some things are just jokes, and that's okay. It's okay for some things to be just a joke. But, turns out, it wasn't just a joke. It was real. But instead of him walking into the room so aggressively to to attack the woman that was twerking, he walked into the room to attack a different woman. Now, when I heard that, I was like, oh, my first thought was, um, that nigga bitch was cheating on him, and he about to beat that bitch up. About to beat that bitch and that nigga up. That was my first impression. But then, (laughs) then... Another angle of the video was released. This video is like the fucking protruder film. Niggas been different. It's been different angles, different breakdowns. Niggas just talking about it for 45 hours. All this cool fly shit is happening around this video. Another angle of the video released, and it shows that it was not a a man in sight. He just rushed the woman, which made me go, wow, this nigga is really just outrageous. This nigga is really a bad person. So maybe these women on Twitter that I was getting mad, mad at earlier for taking everything so seriously was right for taking it serious. <laughs> but the thing I learned on Twitter this week is why do we care so much about shit that don't pertain to us? None of us was there in that room to know what happened. But all of us had an opinion about it. And I'm guilty of this too. I tweeted out my opinion. I deleted it though because I was like, mm, I feel like a bitch. Why do we care so much about what other people are doing in their lives on the internet? My friend Ken tweeted, said he said, one thing I'm going to do is mind the business that pays me. Granted, I have a podcast and my business is, my business is around, it's kind of surrounded around being in other people's business, but not to this severity. These are just two random. Like these people aren't anybody to anybody. These are just people. These are just people, just humans living life. I don't know that girl name. I don't know that man name. The only person name I know in that video is Salt Bay, And Salt Bay ain't been relevant since, what, 2017? Three years? Like, honestly, I don't understand why we take things on Twitter so seriously. I just wish that Twitter went back to a time where you could just let the F word fly and nobody gave a fuck. I, I just wish that it was it was a time on Twitter where joke where a joke could be seen for a joke and hate could be seen for hate. But I think nowadays that line is completely blurred where you don't know what is which is which. I think a lot of people see a joke and immediately think it's hate. I'm like, nah, that's obviously a joke. Look at his Abby, Read his bio. Just go through his page a little bit. Go deeper than that tweet you just saw pop up on your timeline. You will see, oh, this this guy's a jokester. He's a memester. This guy makes jokes on the Internet. And I think goes for the, other thing, the people that put out hate. Never in my life where I like say now nah, hate speech is okay. It's not, but joke speech is fine. <laughs> like some people, like if you think that any group is above jokes, you need to you need to reevaluate. You need to reevaluate your morals. Nobody is above jokes. Anybody and everybody can get these jokes. That's how I was raised. I'm gonna be real with y'all. This is a real story. And I'm still friends with some of my middle school friends. No, one of my middle school friends, and he don't know this. This is a true fact, though. When I was in middle school, I told people in, like, my class that my mom was dead so they wouldn't make fun of my mom. Cameron has been my friend since middle school. I'm pretty sure that Cam thinks my mom is dead. She's not. My mom is alive and well. She is perfectly fine i love my mother she's doing just fine and i held this lie so close to the vest because i knew anybody and everybody could get it but you know the one thing that niggas didn't make fun of was niggas dead moms so like nah if your mom dead, let's keep it to the side nah we're not gonna joke in your dead mom leave leave, leave your mom out of it that was the one line we didn't cross back in middle school was dead relatives not not dead relatives like dead parents because he was kids. He was like, damn, I don't know how I feel not to have two parents. So I lied. I told niggas my mom was dead. She wasn't. My mom is perfectly fine. I say that to say, like, where is the line nowadays? Like, where, like, where do we realize that a joke is a joke and a joke isn't a joke? Because anybody and everybody can get it. Yo, if you're a little gay and, like, you look funny, you're you funny looking, we're going to give you these jokes. Hey. If you a trans person, and you a little funny looking, not because you're trans. Because you funny looking, you're going to get these jokes. You say something stupid, we're going to make fun of it. We're going to make fun of it. Not because you're trans, but because it's funny. Like, I don't think that there should be lines because you identify as something or you are something or you feel something, which, like I said, there's no hate in my heart. There's no malice. I'm never going to call you something that you don't want to be called. I'm not. But if I, if I want to make fun of you, I'm going to make fun of you. If you don't want to be called the T-R-A-A, T R A A, why I can't spell, I'm stupid. The T R A N N Y word, I won't call you that as a trans person. If you don't want to be called that F word as a person who is gay, I won't call you that. But I'm going to figure out a way to hurt your feelings outside of that. Because jokes is jokes, nigga. I'm from Philly. We bust on niggas. That's, that's what we call it in Philly. We call it bussing. We call it bidding. I'm going to bid on you, nigga. You're going to get these bids, you're going to catch these jokes. That's just point blank. period. Everything does not have to be, everything is not a think piece. Everything is not, oh, well, this is the problem in America. Oh, this is just a microcosm of toxic masculinity. No, sometimes jokes is jokes. Jokes is jokes, dog. Stop being so sensitive. And I'm not one of these conservative black people that, oh, the snowflakes. No. Sometimes things can really hurt your feelings, and I understand that. But if you're on Twitter, you gotta say that some niggas is just here for the jokes. And but I here's the thing: I, I read a lot of y'all bios, and a lot of y'all bios be say like, uh, we <laughs> like a lot of y'all bios say I joined Twitter in 2019, but y'all be having thousands of followers because y'all because y'all like built this community of people who like think just like you and want to be in this safe bubble, which is fine, which is cool. I'm not me. I'm on my fourth account because I say wow shit. Like this is my fourth account. Because niggas couldn't take that I make jokes on the timeout. So niggas got my account deleted. So my account may say I made it in 2020, but I've been on Twitter. I'm I'm not I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I've been outside. Not really. I was indoors on my phone. But I was outside in these Twitter streets for a while now. I know how this shit go online, bro. And I don't take nothing personal. This is a true story. I'm going on a rant now, and I'm sorry, but this is a true story. I was I got into a Twitter beef with a nigga on Twitter on my account two two accounts ago now two accounts (laughs) think about that two accounts ago this is last summer though last summer two counts two accounts ago I got I got into like a little splat with a nigga on Twitter and um he said some I I don't know I might have started it I called him ugly or some shit he was ugly he was an ugly nigga what could I say he was an ugly nigga he made an ugly face in an ugly video I screenshot like no this nigga ugly. He got back at me. We was going back and forth for a little bit. Right? His woman got involved. I was like, first of all, bitch, shut your fucking mouth. I wasn't talking to you. Go to the kitchen. I said, I said some wild shit like that. Of course I'm joking, No, I don't really want women to go back to the kitchen. Bitch, go get a job. Fuck you talking about. So I'm <laughs> like, of course I'm being I'm being facetious when I say that. It's a joke, right? So we going back and forth, we're jabbing each other. Then he said something about my rats being corny. And I was like, wait, what? No, no. He said, he said, he said, first of all, you tell about my woman, show me your woman. I was like, I gotta post it on my Instagram. He's like, oh, word. Then this nigga found my Instagram. Cause my Instagram name and my Twitter name was the same back in the day. So he typed in my Instagram. So he 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 typed my Twitter name in on Instagram, found my page, scrolls through it, found my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend at the time, screenshot her and say, bro, and he typed all this out in a tweet. He said, he did all that. He literally did all that, typed it out, screenshotted it. A picture of her and said, "Bro, this bitch like a sloth. <laughs> call my call my woman a sloth. Call her a sloth." Then he didn't stop there. Then he went to my Instagram page, because I got rap videos on my Instagram. At Don Sharp XL, you can follow me there. Nigga went to my Instagram and said, bro, you a rapper? I was like, yeah, and I'm a pretty good one. He's like, no, you're not. You got these wabbity-dabbity raps. Nigga sent my raps, and I'm like, wabbity-dabbity, wabbity-dabbity, wabbity-dabbity. And I was like, damn, I do got wabbity-dabbity raps. I had to eat that. I had to eat. I had to, because he wasn't wrong. And, of course, I disagreed that my woman, like a slove. I, I I was in love with that girl at the time. No, of course I'm not going to agree with that. But wabbity-dowbity-waps, I agree with it. I was like, damn. My raps is kind of wabbity dabbity. Point is, niggas going to make jokes about shit that you're not going to like, and you got to eat that on Twitter. That's the law of the land. That's how I go. Stop being pussy. Eat that. Take that. Give me that. Diddy. Ah. <sighs> And that will conclude things I learned on Twitter last week because I don't want to rant about how Twitter makes me mad now. Twitter's just so soft nowadays. Okay. Let's get into this week's host story. If we don't know on this podcast, usually at the end of the podcast, I end the podcast with a story of some sorts. Most times it's a host story, a story from my past when I was a thot-ass nigga and I was giving out community dick. So. I fucked a lot of bitches in my life, a lot of good looking bitches, a lot of ugly bitches, but a lot of bitches nonetheless. This is a story about how I tried to save a mentally ill woman. Now, if you know me, I have a history of dealing with women who are broken. I did a podcast on it a few months ago, early, early in the in the, in the history of this podcast. It's called Broken Vagina, some shit like that. Broken vagina, broken pussy, broken women. Like, cause that's the women I attracted, and I think the reason I attract these type of women because I'm naturally a helper and I'm actually want to fix things. So when I see a woman who is broken, and it may be toxic, you could tell me if I'm toxic. You're a woman, maybe toxic, whatever. I want to fix her and I want to help her. So I was I was talking to this broken, completely broken. I'm not gonna give you the whole story on this John. like because the whole story is fucking crazy, and this will take three hours to explain. But I met her on this app called Tagged. Um, she was a freak nasty. John from the rip, like so. She gave me her number. She was talking to me. She was like, "So when you gonna come over?" And I was like, "Oh, whenever women offer to come over, that 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 quickly. Like we was texting for all the twenty minutes. Whenever they offer to come over that quickly, oh yeah, she giving it up." She trying dumb. Oh yeah, she's slutting it out. She a slut. And I ain't slut shaming, but that's what she is. So I was like, nah, whenever. But I'll be working and shit though, because I had a job at the time. I'm currently unemployed. But at a job at the time, I was like, I don't really be having the free time to come, you know. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, oh, whatever. And then she's like, she stopped talking to me. So one day I was at I was at work. I was on my uh <laughs> I was on my lunch break. Well, not my lunch break. It was more like a smoke break. And I went outside to go smoke a black. I smoke in a black, she FaceTimed me. I, I answered FaceTime. I was like, yo, what's up? I never been on the phone with this bitch. She just decided to randomly face FaceTime me. That's, a, I should have knew at that point this this one was crazy. Never, like, if I ain't never been on FaceTime with you, don't randomly FaceTime me. We ain't never did that before. Like, we ain't never, we ain't, we ain't got this type of relationship for you to be FaceTiming in the middle of the day. Bitch, it's 2.30. Like, I could be with my woman if I got one. You don't know my fucking body just Facetime me randomly, Right. I pick it up though. I'm smoking a black. She's like, "Yo, she's like, where you at right now?" I was like, "I'm at work." She's like, "Oh, where you doing at the work?" I was like, "I don't know. What's up? What you trying to get into?" She said, like, "She was like, can you come over?" I was like, "If you want me to, send me your addy." She's like, "All right, I'm gonna send it to you." And then she's like, "You want to see something?" I was like, "Yeah. What you what you got showing me?" Bitch, put out her whole pussy. Put, bro. She put the whole pussy on the phone for a thousand dollars, nigga. For no dollars, the whole pussy was on the phone. I was like, "Whoa." Whole pussy was on the phone. I was like, hold on, let me see that. And I start, <laughs> I turn into Steven Spielberg. I start directing shit. I was like, hold on, let me see that. no, no, no. No, turn around. Put that ass up in the air. Oh, that, Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now turn around, turn around. Turn around again. Yeah, let me see them titties. Oh, them John's fat. Go spit on your titties real fast. Spit on them. Like, I'm I'm saying all this wild, nasty shit to her. Right? <laughs> all this wild, disgusting shit. She's like, oh, wow, you can come see me now. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come see you. So I get off work. The bitch lived down uh broad in Susquehanna. Already, I'm feeling sketchy about this. This North Philly. I'm not from North. I'm from uptown. I'm from up top. I don't really going down North because niggas be shooting, shooting out there. And I'm like, I don't know nobody out here. It's not my hood. I don't know no niggas at the corner store. I can dap up. that make me look cool. None of that. I'm just, I'm 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 completely out of my element. So I walk to her crib. I get there. She let me in. She tried kissing me on my mouth. As soon as I open the door, I'm like, whoa. I did it though, I ain't gonna hold you, I'm nasty, I, I, I kissed her in the mouth, I ain't gonna hold you, I'm disgusting, I, I don't even know, I don't even know this bitch from a can of paint, I don't even know her name at this point, I like, I forgot it, the bitch tried kissing me in my mouth as soon as I meet her, strike number three, at this point I realized she was crazy, I'm like, oh, this bitch crazy, so I, so I kissed her in the mouth, and all that, we kissing, I'm like, ew, this shit crazy, I'm not saying ew, I'm lying, in hindsight I'm saying ew, but in the time I'm like, oh yeah, this wild, <laughs> But she was like, you drinking? I was like, nah, I'm cool. I got to go home still. Right? She was like, I've been drinking all day. I was like, what you mean all day? She's like, I've been drinking. It's like 2 o'clock. Mind you, I worked in the kitchen. So I got off work at like 10. I'm at her crib by like 11. It's two bottles empty on the table. I'm like, this bitch killed two bottles today? Two bottles of Jack Daniels. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? This bitch has been drinking literally all day. Like, like, not two little joints. I'm talking about, like, the medium size joints. Not the Magnum bottles, but the two middle m- medium-sized joints. I'm like, yo, this shit crazy. Bitch kissing my mouth again. I'm like, yo, like, what you trying to get into? She was like, what you trying to do? I was like, it's whatever. She said, pull your dick out. I said, where? She said, pull your dick out. She pulled my dick out. She gave me the craziest sloppy because she was drunk with it too so it was really sloppy like her arms was like noodles she know really how to like how to control her shit so her arms was all over the place but crazy sloppy went crazy <laughs> So it go crazy I leave the next day she said, "Hey babe she called me like next day like I go home I go to sleep next day she called me said, "Hey babe once again we ain't never did this before I was like what's up?" she said, "How you doing today?" I'm like I'm chilling." She's like, she's like, you go she then she said, You gonna come see me again tonight, Daddy? I was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Do do she think we in a relationship now? Because she slot me? I ain't even thump. Like I'm gonna keep it a being with you. I ain't even because I ain't have a condom. I'm heavy on condom board now because I've been burned once or twice. But I was like, I'm like, nah, I'm I'm like, I ain't I ain't thump. I just let her slap me. I'm like, do 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 she think that we inside a relationship now because I let her slap me? This is craziness. This is this is absolute madness I'm going through. So I started voiding her. I started voiding her after that. Cause I ain't really I not really like the energy she was giving me. I'm leaving out a few pieces just 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 just, just, just to get to the key part of the story. I started voiding her. One night I was on some horny shit. Y'all know how I get when I get horny. Uber hair and back type vibes. I'm horny as shit. I'm leaving work one night. I'm like, yo, who can I fuck right now? Like, like who can I call in my phone book that's gonna let me beat they fucking doonies right now? It's her. I call her. What you doing? She said, where you been at? You ain't talked to me in like two weeks. I was like, I've been busy. Can I come over? She was like, I mean, yeah. I, I get off the sub. <clears throat> As I get off the sub, I see her walking out the Chinese store in the corner. I go, yeah, where you going? She come walking over to me, wobbling. She drunk as shit again. I said, what's going on? I said, like, why are you outside? Mind you, bro, it's like January. Like, it's cold as shit outside. Like, it's not warm at all. Like, it's cold. I'm like, why are you Why, why are you outside? Like, why are you? She was like, my aunt in there. And, like, she got a boyfriend in there, so we can't go inside the house. I was like, then why are you invite me out here? She was like, because we about to go to the park and chill. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I was like, hold on, but you want something from the store has? So I go into the store and I buy some condoms just in case. I buy two blacks and some condoms. Cause I'm like, this bitch a heavy black smoker. I don't really smoke blacks all at once, all in one sentence, but I smoked the black with her before, and she was that kind of girl that would smoke the whole black and what sitting. I know I can like smoke like a quarter of a black, put it out, come back to it an hour later. I'm that kind of nigga, but she gonna smoke the whole black in one sitting. So I'm like, all right, let me cop two and I cop the condom. Just in case. So we go to the park. Bitch, that telling me her whole life story. Like, she going through it. She on my shoulder crying. I'm like, yo, what the fuck did I get myself into? But me being the guy that I am, like I said, I'm naturally, like, a helper. I'm a fixer. So I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like... I'm gonna send you some jobs that I see on Indeed. You can go apply for them, Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna help you out. Like, it's just, it's a it's job out of school I went to. You can go to this joint, get your little diploma and all that. We, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to give her the resources to get her life together. Like, I ain't gonna do it for her, but I'm gonna put, I'm gonna give her, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take her to the water. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her the resources to get her shit together. So I'm telling her all this, and she was like, yo, I'm horny. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm horny. She's like, come here. Then we went into like, so the park had like a, it was like the rec center had like a little doorway in it. When I tell you, she just starts sucking my dick in a little doorway. And like, I'm like, I'm like, like, (laughs) so like my back is to like where, it's to like where the traffic is coming from. And like, she's like in a corner. So like, so like I'm just peeing, but really I'm getting slobbed down. Like it's dark, so you can't really see her. So every time a car ride by, like, yo, it's a car. And niggas is walking through the park. I'm like, yo, that's, I'm I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to make it sound like I'm peeing. So like, it's, it's just disgusting. She said, "Daddy, fuck me right here." I said, "What you mean? Fuck you right here?" She's like, "Fuck me right here." I was like, "I bet." So I, I put a condom in my pocket. She's like, "Why you got a condom?" I was like, "Cause I like to use condom." She's like, "What you want? Trust me?" And I was like, "Nah, I do." She's like, "She like she's like, the, she's like, the, she's like the, don't use the condom." I was like, "I bet." I put that fucking condom on my dick. That ain't about to catch me up fuck out of here I turned her around when she turned around I slid that joint on real fast cause I'm a master at putting comms on boop 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 slid that bitch on went to work on her fucking doonies I beat her doonies down right in the fucking park so disgusting I thumped her something crazy in that joint the funny part is I'm like 99% sure I'm on Pornhub somewhere because some young boys walked by when I was thumping they said hey yo and I just did this for all the for all the audio listeners I just threw up a gang sound like yeah you know my fucking body like <laughs> and then um the bitch got kicked out of her mom house and moved back to new jersey and i never saw her again uh so <laughs> it was absolutely a disgusting phase in my life because i knew this bitch was a sicko and for some reason i i got tried to help her like I, I stayed I, I tried to help her longer than like I should have like I should have gave up on her like way before but because number one it was pussy involved and number two I'm magically the nigga that's gonna try to help women I just couldn't do it to myself and that's we and that's this week's whole story I'm disgusting y'all know I'm disgusting but y'all know my fucking body you know what I'm saying all right let's play a song to get out of here now uh this is Poison by Brent Fayette. Um, this is my shit. A woman put me on a disc.
2: You know, fuck with You know you ride it right I might just die tonight But you know I'm still coming through, baby Through, baby I know it's bad for me And you know it tastes so sweet. I think I need your abuse, babe. Abuse, Girl, you do damage to me. No, I love it. Yeah, I love you. Ain't nothing better for me, man. Your love and night, drown between your thighs. I'm still here, ain't no excuse, babe. Skills, I see you in my sleep. I'm scarred beyond belief. Ain't nothing you can make me do, baby.
0: fucking love that song it just it just give me like like i feel like if my mom was born in this era that was some shit that she would have played in the car when she was sad that shit is like that hard but uh this has been another episode of the Listen to why you should podcast the only potty miles the only podcast that encourages you to listen to why you should the fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts I'm not google that that is a fact though who are you gonna believe nigga me or google their money get that right now be afraid of them niggas Afraid of them niggas. No, anybody out there, so <sighs> I have been your host, Dom Shark. Dom, what's my name? Dom Shark. Yeah, fuck it. I, today I'm Dom Shark. I, I, I have been your host, Dom Shark. There's two things in this world that every human has: opinions and assholes. I also happen to be an asshole with opinions. Thanks for listening, boys. Let me get the fuck out of here because I fucking suck today. Wow. Wow. Did you listen to that whole podcast? No, like seriously, the whole thing you listen to. Uh-uh, You're lying. You did not listen to that whole thing. How are you single? Doesn't make how it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but not nah, seriously. Um, Thank you. I appreciate you so much for listening to that whole podcast. It means the world to me that you listen to that whole thing. But if you really listen to that whole thing and you enjoyed the content that you just heard, I need you to do me a few favors, okay? I need you to go over to our Instagram page at listen to this while you shit. Go over to our Twitter page at listen and shit and give us a follow on both accounts. And since you're on social media already, I need you to share this content with your friends. If you really if you really enjoyed the content that you just heard, share it with the people that you fuck with. Post it on your Instagram story tweet about it post it on Facebook doesn't matter to me share the content with people so I can grow if I grow we grow this is a family over here dog I know that sound like cheesy and shit that's what like YouTubers say We're like no what's up fam nah but honestly like I appreciate everybody who listens to this like if if like go on my Instagram like I I respond to damn they all the comments of people who comment on the page. I really want to build a community and I really want you to be a part of this community. And I want your friends to be a part of this community. I want all of us to have inside jokes that only we get from this podcast. So thank you. I appreciate you. And I can't wait to see you next week. Wow. Have a good day.